Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Neo Technology, and uh, here I am again, and I'm so excited I can barely restrain myself. It's my uber boss on the phone again. Uh, it's been 18 months since the last interview, and here I have him back on the podcast, Emil Aframe. Hi, Emil. Hi, Rick. Thanks for finally inviting me back. Yeah, so I'm sorry it took so long. It wasn't intentional. Believe me, sure. please. <laughs> yeah. It's great to have you back. Thank you. Um, yeah, Emil, I mean, we've had a wonderful first edition of the podcast, but it's it felt like a, the right time uh, at the end of 2016 to have you back uh, on our uh, on our program. So many things have happened this year, right? I mean, over these past yes. 18 months, it's been a, a crazy uh, journey. Uh, maybe we can kind of review those. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, let me start with, uh, with with some of the product stuff first, right? I mean, two releases in one year, <laughs> big releases in one year. Three big releases too. Yeah. Three dot and three dot one, uh, which we released this week, right? How do you feel right. about those? Well, I think the. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a it's a good question, right? I mean, I I think whenever we we push out a, a new release, I feel feel very good about that, right? Um, it's typically the culmination of a lot of work that, of course, you know, internally we've seen it for a long time in the in the planning stages when we put together, hey, this is what we're going to start building, you know, months from now, and then we start building it, and now okay, now they're working on it for months and months and months, right? And okay, now it's getting to some level of, you know, early quality, you know, beta quality maybe, and we try it out for some users and customers. And then, so by the time, you know, it hits GA, it's been quite a long time, right? And then it always is fantastic to to kind of get that out to actually be be useful for customers, right? Because ultimately, you know, in, in Agile, you know, software management, you talk about inventory, right? Ultimately, it's only at that point that it's truly valuable, right? When it's actually used by users. Um, and I think this year, I, I think 3.0 is a massive release, massive release. You know, it truly is. I mean, we, we, we upped the, the major number from 2.x to 3.x, right? And I think that was, was very fair. Uh, the new driver architecture, right? The unlimited size storage format, right? The fact that we can put in unlimited size graphs, right? With a high limit storage format. Um, and uh, and then procedures, right? Which I think is is, is amazing. Uh, and, and those are just kind of a couple of headline features. I mean, there's a yeah. bunch of other things as well. Um, and then it was funny, right? We sat down, we, I guess we announced the beta of 3.1 at Graph Connect San Francisco a couple of months ago. And as I was sitting down reviewing the product section in my keynote with, with Utpal, uh, our, our head of marketing at NEO, um, I first kind of talked a little bit about 3.0 to provide context. And then I talked about the, these are the key features in 3.1, the next generation clustering architecture, uh, the security foundation. And I asked for his feedback and I thought his feedback would be, well, I don't know, I think you should phrase this in this way and whatever, stuff like that. But no, his feedback is completely different. He just looked at me and said, holy, you know, SH number one T, T? <laughs> uh, holy crap, let's say. <laughs> uh, like the, the velocity is amazing, right? You just, like four months ago, we released this 
extraordinarily huge release 3.0, right? And now, like, we're back less than half a year with, like, an amazingly huge release as well with the clustering architecture and security. Like, these are very significant features. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always feel good about, in summary, I always feel good about when we finally release software and get it out to customers, but even more so with 3.0 and 3.1. What do you think is, like, the most significant feature that we've released uh, in the past 12 months, you know, in those two releases? What's your favorite? Oh man, like yeah, Rick, you kids, you can't choose favorite feature. Oh my, come on, that's like choosing your favorite kid. Um, <laughs> well, I, but but no, I, I'm like significant. I, I asked for the most significant one. Yeah. All right. So look, I actually I'm going to go a little bit out on a limb here, and I'm going to say procedures. Mm. Actually, mm. I'm going to say procedures because look, we've now I think we've figured out the best way to express graph operations in any language uh, is Cypher. I think maybe it's not the most optimal, and maybe at some point we or someone else will invent an even better language, but I think Cypher is the best out there. Um, But it can't do everything. And the fact that we now have a seamless way of writing the stuff that is that is easy to express using a general purpose imperative query language like Java or JavaScript or something like that. And write what's easy to write in that, you know, encapsulate, in, encapsulate that in a procedure and have that seamlessly commingle with Cypher. So for the stuff that's easy to express in Cypher, you use Cypher. For the stuff that's easy to express in a general purpose language, you do that. And have both of those worlds seamlessly interact with each other. Yeah. I think that's, that, that is, like, when we look back on 2016, Maybe I'm wrong here, but I do believe that that's going to be the one thing that that changed the world the most, if you will, the world of graph development. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's been fantastically received by customers. I can tell you that. So yeah. Um, so 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 deep. Both of those releases, we we kind of announced them at Graph Connect, right? I mean, we've had two Graph yeah. Connects, uh, or actually three, since our last interview. Um, but you know, how do you feel about the conference and you know the audience and the growth of the conference? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I always go on stage. I think I mentioned it, this probably in all my keynotes that it, it's my favorite day of the year, right? You know, it's it's a it's a day or, or multiple days just focused on the amazing things that people are doing with the graph databases, and and so it's just for me personally, since I spend a little bit of time and have historically in the past few you know decade or so, <laughs> decade plus or so, spent some amount of time on on on, on graph graph databases, it's it's like a candy store for me, right? Um, and I, I look. I think our community is is so positive and so enthusiastic. Um, so so I love that part. But you know, and then just that's kind of the the touchy feely, the subjective stuff, right? But then also the numbers are amazing. I mean, we had I think over 800 people registered. Maybe it's 700, something like that for for London, which is which is huge. We we uh, we were sold out. We were at the QE2, the Queen Elizabeth II Conference Center, which doesn't mean anything to me, <laughs> but a lot of people in London, you know, that really means something. Like several journalists have told me, like, wow, you know, that a company has really arrived when they when they can when they can you know use QE2, right? Um, and then fast forward just a few months, more like whatever, four, five, six months, and we're in San Francisco. We have over a thousand bodies in the room. Right, 1,400 people registered mm-hmm. for a thousand bodies, in, in, you know, in, in in the room, um, and I think that conference was was quite extraordinary. It's the biggest conference we've we've ever run, um, and so so I think Graph Connect is 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 here to stay, and I and I love them dearly. 
Fantastic. Yeah. Have you rewatched uh, some of your keynoting, uh, specifically the one at uh, the last uh, San Francisco uh, conference? Because I thought that was very well done, actually. Rick, Rick, Rick why, why did you bring up that one in particular? <laughs> because nothing went uh, wrong no, there, right? No, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Well, no, I mean, I, I watched through some of it. And what's, what's fascinating, of course, is, you know, I tend to focus on the content, right, and the substance and the, you know, the narrative, but, uh, you know, as you allude to, there were some logistical challenges, uh, let's say, at, at GraphConnect San Francisco. And since, since you brought it up, just to, to, to put you behind the scenes, so what ended up happening for those, those of the listeners who, who weren't there is that, you know, I walk into the, into the conference venue at 8.30, the conference kicks off at 9 a.m., always with my keynote, right? And the first thing they tell me is like, we're having some AV problems. And I know, I, you know, we, we ran through everything at 11 p.m. the night before with the AV team, multiple laptops, double-checked everything, triple-checked everything. Everything worked just a few hours earlier, right? Um, but something has happened. I'm like, oh, well, whatever, they're going to sort it out. But as we creep closer and closer to 9 in the kickoff, you know, they still can't sort it out. And so we hit 9 a.m., and at that point, it's still not working. And I don't know, we probably have half, you know, 500 people in the room, six, I don't know how many people, but like mm -hmm. there's a lot of people in the room. Um, and, you know, I'm not that nervous. I'm a little sorted out, but it, it's 9.03, 9.05, and they still can't make it work. Mm -hmm. For some reason, they can't get my laptop, my Mac to show on both screens. And, you know, finally we hit 9.10 and the AV team, you know, they just check out, say, sorry, we don't know, we can't solve this. And that's when the NEO field engineering team, then the, the, the engineers employed by, by us who help our customers, our customer-facing mm -hmm. engineers, uh, who can handle the pressure. <laughs> um, they, and they basically, it is a crazy technical solution. They basically, since it worked on a PC, they get a PC, they run GoToMeeting on that PC. <laughs> they run GoToMeeting on my Mac or whatever the Mac we're using yeah. and share my screen via that GoToMeeting, via hotel Wi-Fi. So, crazy. Um, yeah. yeah, and so I go, end up going up on stage at 9.15 and I just say, screw it, I'll just kick it off and just start talking. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, these guys will have to sort it out and I'll just try to click on my clicker and then finally, you know, as I was talking, I noticed that the slides started advancing and I went into my presentation. But I had like a five, six second delay because it was using hotel Wi-Fi via GoToMeeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <but laughs> it was just amazing. So I was, I was I was standing in the corner there, and I, and I could see you guys at the AV stand standing there, and it was like a cloud of stress hanging over it. <laughs> it was like... what, what do you mean? Smiling, you know, I was calm. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. the image that I tried to project. Well but done. I think, you know, in the end, it worked out very well, and and I think the, you know, people seem to appreciate the the, the actual content, and yeah, totally. and we kicked off the conference. Exactly. Well, another thing that I thought was amazing at the first GraphConnect this year at uh, in um, in London was uh, having our dear friend uh, Mark Cabra on stage oh. talking about yes. uh, the Panama Papers. Uh, that was a big event for us. How amazing was that? So, the, the, you know, I don't think most of our, our listeners would, would know this, but the 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 mission. Uh, of, of, of the company uh, is help the world to make sense of data, help the world to make sense of data, which is 
fairly precisely word, worded. Like help the world means that help, right? We enable people. We're tool builders, right? We don't do it ourselves. We build tools for other people to do it, right? We enable other people. And the world means that we're not just focused on financial services or big enterprise, big small company, whatever. We, but it truly is. We, we have we want to touch everyone ultimately. Um, and I don't think we've ever seen a more tangible example of helping the world to make sense of data. This is the biggest leak in journalistic history. Over 11 and a half million documents. Um, they got a, you know petabytes of data that they got dumped on. You know this this organization, and with three developers, three developers, uh, they used Neo4j and Linkurious, and they made sense of, of, of that data, and which of course had huge political implications. For example, I mean most prominently probably that the prime minister of of Iceland, you know, resigned due to things that were uncovered uh, in, the, in this data. Yeah, it was a big event, right? I mean, we had we had so much impact uh, around that um, publication. I mean, I can only speak for myself, but here in Europe, the impact has been so resounding. It's been a, a amazing success, and, and I think also for for all of us at Neo, it's been like a massive confirmation about you know what we're building matters. You know, uh, exactly. It's, uh, it's a it's a it's a great great accomplishment. Speaking of which. How how does it feel to have thirty six billion dollars in the bank? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Yeah, I guess that's the that's the other thing that happened towards the the latter part of the year. So more more recently, we announced our Series D round of funding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look, I feel uh, amazingly good about that. Right, I think that what um, again, this is uh, you know pretty internal probably not something that you know we talk super uh wildly uh, you know, vi- widely uh, about but it's not a secret in any way shape or form that you know in 2016 we we were very focused on uh, getting to cash flow positive you know we've always t- you know had a, a fairly contrarian perspective on how to build businesses like this you know i i'm i'm, I'm in sweden right now but i'm normally based in silicon valley as you know rick um and then kind of the there, there's a tried, true, and, and proven way of building these types of businesses, which is you, you raise a bunch of money, you get a bunch of free users or quote eyeballs, right? Mm-hmm. And then you raise even more money, and then you raise even more money, and then you sell the company, <laughs> right? And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm emphasizing, I'm, exa- I'm exaggerating right here now, but but there's a lot of truth to that, right? And we've always felt that we wanted to to grow the company uh, alongside our customers, and mm-hmm. customer funding is always the best funding. Mm-hmm. Um, but in 2016, we made an even stronger effort to get to cash flow positive because of, you know, uncertainties in the, in, in, in the market, talks about whether we're in a bubble or not, right? And we, we were and still are actually on, on a very stable trajectory towards that and we'll reach cash flow positive in early 2017 um which is i think an amazing thing um and and a huge uh huge uh thing for the company um at the same time uh it's very clear that the graph space is now taking off right there's more awareness about graph databases now than there's ever been before if you look at uh you know, kind of the the competitive situation from from our company's perspective, right? Uh, you know, we've been reasonably alone in the graph space for for a long time. There's been been others, but like if you you know, in the past 12 or 18 months, there's been 
you know, the IBMs of the world, the, the Oracles of the world, the SAPs of the world, like have all announced graph offerings, right? And and I, you know, of course, you know, we drink our own Kool-Aid, but I, I do think that objectively speaking, we have the best technology out there. We have the best product out there. We just spend more time obsessing about graphs than anyone else on the planet, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that's not guaranteed to last, right? You know, I think we need to wake up every single day and, you know, focus on that, make sure that that remains true. Um, and if, when you go up against an Oracle or an SAP or an IBM, you know, they they have some significant balance sheets, right? They have a lot of gold in their in, in their coffers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that as background, when we uh, had an opportunity to... Um, to focus on getting to capital positive, uh, that was very, very valuable. But at the same time, uh, raising another round of funding just allows us to invest more, make sure that we that we remain that number one player in the grass space. So that's why I feel extremely good about that. Very, very good. So um, how does that, you know, maybe we could talk a little bit about the future then, you know, how does that, how will that spell out uh, going forward? Where do you, where do you think this is going to take us in, uh, in 2017? Uh, I'm sure the future is very bright, but you know, some, some specifics maybe of where you think our space and, and, and our company is going. Yeah. Well, so, so I mean, I think, I think we're on a, on a trajectory of increasingly more mainstream usage, right? I mean, we, we talked a little bit about the Panama papers before, you know, I, Look, I think three, four years ago, like uh, a, a, an alpha geek, a very, very, uh, you know, hardcore developer could have done, you know, what the, the Panama Papers journalists did because the core capability was there in the product. But you had to, I mean, you basically would have to be an expert, right, in order to do it. No, um, then now, yeah. exactly, right, mm-hmm. an expert developer. Right? And like now today, it's, you know, you know, provably, you know, there's actual existence proof that the Panama Papers journalist was able to do it using our technology and, and things like Lincurious, right? Um, and so clearly, you know, that's that's one step along the path towards more mainstreamification, if you will. Um, and that is only going to continue. Uh, and I think 2017 is going to be a significant year for us when it comes to uh, making the, the the core data model just more accessible to more people, more developers, more ops people, etc. So I think that's that, that's that's huge. And also tying it back to to the investment, right? We're we're going to invest across the board. We're expand our geographical reach, uh, more field engineers, more people in sales and marketing, etc. Um, but the vast majority of the funding is going to go into the product because ultimately, you know, like th- these type of organizations like NEO, there's a lot of things going on, but ultimately it's all about building great product, right? Building a product that really solves a problem for, for customers. And, and that's what we're going to focus on uh, with this investment. Sounds really great. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the next uh, GraphConnect conference in London then with another product release. And is that the plan? That, that well, I, I think that is the plan. Actually, I don't. I, I don't know. If the, the plan is to announce it uh, uh, then, but uh, you know, uh, well, I'm sure we're going to announce something. Do it if it's going to be released the same day. I guess that's that's still TBD. But uh, there's a lot of exciting things going on, and I think 
you know, we, we, we did the two most significant releases we've ever done in 2016. Yeah. And that's on the back of the, the growth that we, that we did on the engineering side in 2015, right? That's when we doubled the size of the engineering team. And that output, we're just in the early phases of that output. So, you know, all the amazing things that we saw in 2016, expect even more in 2017. Sweet. So I'm in doubt here, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to ask you to spend two more minutes, uh, one more minute on the most fun thing that you had in the past 18 months that you did in the past uh, 18 months, and one minute on the worst thing that you did in the, or the, the least fun thing that you did in the past 18 months. But I'm going to keep you to one minute because that's what I can do now. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. This is hard. Uh, so well, you, you want to start with the, the fun thing the or with the least fun thing? Uh, let, let's start with the with the least fun thing, because yeah. then we can end on a positive note. How about yeah. that? Yeah, great idea. Yeah. Oh, and, and in the eighteen, well, sorry, in the one minute, then thinking time is included, right? I, <laughs> yeah, I, as long as you don't shut up while you're thinking. I can easily talk and think at the same time. Um, as for the for the least fun part, I, look, you know. Uh, it ties back to the $36 million, right? Because when you run this type of a business, right, you, you know, you, you can choose to run it in, in various ways, you know, uh, for better or for worse, we've said that we want to grow it with customer funding and with investor money, right? And then if once you made that choice, then like as, as the founder and the CEO, Part of your job is to do fundraising, and I actually enjoy fundraising uh, because you get to meet a lot of smart people and you get input on your business and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. But ultimately, that is not why I started the company, and you know that's you know I couldn't see myself doing that full time for a long you know for a year, for example, right? And fortunately, I haven't, right? But fundraising does take a lot of time away from 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 for, for the CEO and. That is not my favorite part uh, of running a business. So, so that would be on the probably on the least favorite side uh, of, of things. Um, I think on the on the most favorite side of hey, things. Hey, I was um, within one minute. I mean, minute. Well done. Well done. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Well done. <laughs> most fun. There's so much more to choose from, right? Um, yeah. But I think I mean kind of the opposite of that is. You know, if, if fundraising makes me more detached, you know, from the business, then, you know, I, 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 it's never as fun as when I actually sit down with end users and see what they use for our product, right? And just see the tangible impact of what we're doing. And, and that takes its expression in many ways. It's the meetings that you and I go to in London. Right. Mm -hmm. It is the, it is the local community meetup in San Francisco. Uh, it's the reading about the Panama Papers and what they do about that. It is talking with, um, you know, NASA, David Meza from NASA saying that, look, you guys helped put mankind on Mars earlier, right? Thanks to you, we're going we're gonna to be on Mars earlier, you know, years earlier than we would have been before, right? Yeah. That's the impact your technology is having, right? And I think that ultimately is what excites me the most. Fantastic. That was one minute and five seconds, but I'm, you know, I'm going to give you that. That's fine. <laughs> very, very generous. Of you. Hey, uh, Emma, one more thing. You have to promise not to stay away from this podcast for another 18 months. Uh, let's make sure. sure that we talk again, uh, uh, you know, in the next six months or so. That will be, that will be lovely. 
I would love to do that. It's always fun, my friend. Thank you so much for coming online. And um, this is where we're going to leave it for, for now. And uh, I'll look forward to speaking to you soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Rick. Thanks. Bye.